Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Far From Pro Podcast. We got a special here, midweek. We don't usually post the beginning of the weeks or midweeks, but I got a special guest with me. This is special. How do I describe our guest? Um, <laughs> influencer? Mm. Uh, an idol? Centennial icon? Um, someone who is going to change the culture of the Centennial Basketball Program, we have the Centennial Varsity Head Basketball Coach, Spencer Wobble. Can I get a round of applause, please? Can I get a round of applause? Thank you. So, Spencer, the season just ended um, recently, last week. You guys, you ended the season yep. with seven wins. Yep. By the way, most wins in the past, was it five years? Four years, maybe? Four or five years? Yeah, something like that, yeah. Really putting Centennial on the map, changing things around, turning uh-huh. things around. We got a new section this year. Let me ask you something. With this new section, the past couple of years, Centennial's been getting their ass whooped in this hard-ass Park Center, Cham Park, Osseo Spring Park, dominant basketball section for years. Finally, I don't know why they've changed sections. They said, we're going to put you guys into a different section with – not as high-level teams, considering the fact that you are a 3C with seven wins. Let's be real. And so let me ask you something. With that in your mind, that you got a new section, things are different. What is your mindset heading into this new section, knowing that everything's open, anybody can make it to the state tournament, it's March, it's 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 March basketball. What is in your mindset going into this section? Well, much just like any game, you go into it thinking, you know, one game at a time. I mean, you can't look ahead. You can't look behind and see, you know, how you did – playing against whoever you are in the regular season, how you did, because you got, you know, it's playoffs and it's March, anything can happen. So uh, you're just looking forward to the game and uh, hoping boys come out and compete and are ready to go. So, Spencer, um, you know, I my, my basketball career ended in seventh grade and, you know, it now consists of playing rec basketball. Sorry, right, so did Evans. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that. All right, coming out swinging. All right, coming out Already. swinging. Three Already minutes in. All right. So, so as a as a as a student athlete um, that did not have a very good uh, basketball career, what is it? What is it like being the coach of a high school team? Like, obviously, that's a unique opportunity. Not everyone gets to have that opportunity. What is it like being the coach of the Centennial Boys basketball team? Oh uh, well. This job has been pretty much my dream job since I was 10 years old. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I was in fourth grade, you know, you do that all that all about me stuff. <laughs> in like for, in your fourth grade class, you're like the student of the week. Uh, what I wanted to be when I grew up was the head basketball coach at Centennial High School when I was 10 wow. years old. So wow. it has been a uh, been a dream of mine for a long time. So you know, when I got the job, it was pretty surreal. I mean. God, I think I was on the phone for about six hours that night. I talked to Evan when I got it. Um, Evan called me. Um, just it, it it feels really good, honestly. I mean, and you know, and to have the season that we did, obviously seven wins doesn't sound like a lot, but you know, the boys have done everything we've asked of them. They've they've changed that culture piece of what we're trying to do at Centennial Basketball. Um, you know, and hopefully with playoffs coming, we can uh, we can make a little run here. I. I will never forget the day. I'm so serious. I was dead sick, like sick as a dog <laughs> laying in my bed. And he sent me a picture of like an edit of him as like the basketball coach. It like was just like a square edit. And it was like Santana Cougar head basketball coach, like a picture of him. And at first I'm thinking, 
oh, he is, he's either delusional or like, he's just like doing this cause he really <laughs> wants it. And I'm like, like, I don't know what to say, but it, I realized for, I'm like, oh my God, he got the job. And I'm not even kidding. Dead sick. I'm like literally laying in my bed, like about like, like can't get up. I shoot up out of my bed out of like 19 hours of sleep, shoot up out of my bed, sprint upstairs in my underpants to my parents and say, <laughs> you guys would not believe what Spencer just texted me. It was, it was like record breaking news. Our, I remember all the texts I was getting from my friends in our group chat. We were like so excited and I, it was unbelievable. And I, going back to what you were saying about the culture piece, I was a Seattle basketball player for the past three years before this. And my seasons were completely different. Um, my sophomore year, we were went one game under 500. Um, junior year and senior year, we absolutely sucked. And I, 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 there was a, the thing was culture. It was. So you were talking about culture and how they, these kids bought in and they're really changing the culture of Centennial. What is your culture picture? You were assistant coach the J, on the JV team before this. So what is your sort of yeah. culture picture now that you're the head coach and you are in charge and you're the one making these decisions? Yeah. I mean, it's just everything, everything off the court, on the court. I mean, we look at everything and, um, you know, like, Academics is still a big part of our culture. We don't let you know kids play with NCs um, on a game day. Uh, we're constantly looking at, at grades, uh, getting on guys if they're struggling. Um, you know, when we've done some a few uh, community service events, we went to did a whole program feed my starving children. We had Look about fifty-two you. kids there. <laughs> I mean, um, come on, can't make this guy up, Joseph. Come <laughs> on. <laughs> oh. Just uh, that's just the off the court piece, you know, and um, you know and the teachers and staff at the high school know what, what we're trying to build too. So they've been really great. So we, they've been not like, they don't like tattletale on kids, but like if someone's not doing well in class or someone's, you know, having struggling with whoever, you know, they'll come talk to us. So we get, we get it taken care of right away. Um, then on the court, it's just competing the whole, all, all year we've, we've said playing hard for 36, you know, 36 minutes in a game, playing hard for 36, whether you're up by 40, down by 40. Um, and you know, I think you can see uh, in our uh, in our scores at least we we've cut down this, this is going to sound bad to say but we've cut down as a program you know the thirty point losses and the forty point losses um, I mean you're going to get that with some teams but um, you know whether you know the other day we were or what was it uh, Andover mm-hmm. number one mm-hmm. team in our section we lose to them by eighteen you know a month later they come to our place and we end up beating them by yep. four. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just a piece of, you know, playing hard for 36 and that's on both ends, uh, defensively, that's our number one priority. So, um, both ends of the floor competing for 36 and playing hard for 36. So what I'm hearing is as soon as Evan was out of the program, now we can have a better All right, culture. What are we doing <laughs> here? What are we doing here? Like, is this just, Evan, like, what Evan, are we, we doing? love you. Oh, we I know. You. I know it, but what are we doing here? <laughs> but since we're taking shots here, if I don't take a sip on my North Carolina cup here, I believe, oh. <laughs> I believe. Okay. All right. All right. Now, Spencer, yeah, the reason I bring this up for the people who are listening here, I'm Spencer and the wall goes are die hard Duke fans. <laughs> And the reason I bring this up is because we have someone who announced a farewell coaching tour on June 3rd before the season starts. And then this guy has the audacity all year long, all year, Spencer, to say, 
It's not about me. Every time I go here and they make a big deal about me, this being my last game, it's not about oh, me. Oh, God. You egomaniac fuck. The fact of the matter <laughs> that you went out of your way to have a farewell tour. And what do you think was going to happen when you announced it was your last season? What do you think people are going to do to the greatest coach of college basketball? And then Hey, he, 42 years. He deserved it. We're not doing this, dude. I'm not doing that in this <laughs> argument. I'm not doing this right now. We got an interview to get to. Regardless... We you talked about we talked about changing culture. You said that there's different things that these kids have to learn. Like I love that 36 minutes buying in all 36 yep. minutes, like playing good on both ends of the floor, offensive, defensively. I'm looking at this team, and I play with all most of these kids before, and I've seen them all play. But you know it, a basketball it's a basketball team. You got to get these kids yep. to play together. Yep. So I'm looking at your guys' records and your game schedule. You may first off you have seven wins, which is more than what we've had. And also you haven't like, you're not, you, you brought up 34. You're not getting blown out. None of these games yeah. you're getting blown no. out. If you go back to our past years, I mean, there were some brutal games, but none of these games you're necessarily getting blown out of the water. And nonetheless, a lot of these games are one point games. You go back to your champion park game at champion park. I was at that game. Mm. Yep. That was one of those games where it's like I I texted you after and it was one of those games where it's just like you it, it was it's right there you had it there was yeah. one of, and yeah. and it's another one of those teams so what I'm kind of swerving into is I asked you earlier the whole section's wide open wide open yeah. section you, you can make the state tournament Spencer you can change the persona <laughs> That's cool. like That's you can cool. you can do you can be a game changer like doesn't that just like doesn't the fact that you wake up now and you're like you're the you're like the youngest high school basketball coach, probably one of them in Minnesota, and you're the youngest high school, head, head high school basketball coach in Centennial history of any sport, probably. I don't know. You're young. You're young. You're really young. Like, don't you ever <laughs> yeah. like wake up and realize like, why the fuck did they choose a 30 year old for this job? Like, why would they do that? Like, what were they, they he could have gone with a 40 year old, a 50 year old, someone with more experience. He said, why? Like, doesn't that ever just like hit you? Like, oh my God, like I'm the head basketball coach. This is crazy. Yeah, I mean, I uh, my my coach when I was here uh, playing was he got hired at twenty nine, um, and then there's a few oh, few coaches. Ya. Damn it! Yeah, there's a few there's a few coaches uh, in the school right now that are younger than me, um, head coaches. And then uh, really, actually, four sleeps. Yeah, four. All the wrestling coaches twenty six. You know what? Just from that, I just sounded like probably the biggest idiot in the world for saying that. But regardless, yeah. you, I mean, are, you are for ba- okay for basketball purposes. Yeah. That is very yeah. young. That is very young for yeah. a high school basketball and coach actually, you hired at. Very. And, and actually, actually, uh, Forest Lakes coach is twenty four. Well, explains a lot. Not regardless. Not, <laughs> oh, not, no, I'm not oh, saying anything no. else. I'm not saying anything else. I'm, that, that's it. That's no, he's a good. He's a good coach. Oh, I, I I'm sure he is. I mean, didn't Forest Lake do yeah. pretty well this year? They're probably, you know, they're like the six seed in sections. Yeah. Jeez. I, I mean, I, I'm not. I wasn't any better in my four years. I mean, what yeah. am I gonna say? I, oh, my team wasn't. My team wasn't any better. Like, what do you want me to say? Um. No, it it's just crazy, man. To think every like even just like seeing like throughout the season, like seeing you in that red coat or seeing you like on the varsity <laughs> bench, like. And don't get me wrong, like I loved all my coaches throughout my high school career, but I always just like. I never got coached by Spencer. My freshman year, I was at yeah. a different school at Centennial. I didn't play on the freshman team. I never got to be coached by him. Sophomore year, uh, I played like half JV, half varsity, but Spencer was still the ninth grade coach. Junior year. There was one game. There was one game. Every oh, sophomore year, there was one yeah, game. actually, there was one game. Best game I ever yeah. played in my career with Spencer coaching <laughs> me. That's 
besides the point, regardless, <laughs> that my junior year, I wasn't able to, he was a JV coach. I was on varsity and I just never got to play with him. I always wanted to be, have coach, like Spencer be my coach all year around. Like, can you tell from these past four years and to now when you're the coach, can you tell sort of like even at practices or at games or on the bus, like whatever, can you tell like the persona and the energy and like the aura has changed like in the Santana basketball program? Yeah, I mean, our practices, whether we come off a 20-point loss or a, you know, three-point win, our practices are have been awesome. Um, our captains have done a heck of a job getting guys going every day, getting things going. We we start every day with that Carolina 100 drill that we always oh, did. Oh, God, that drill um, sucked. <laughs> you know, and they get, it, they get it going, and they've been – our captains have been really good leaders. And our, actually, our, our whole senior group has – has built, you know, that foundation that we've asked them to do, whether they're, they play 20 minutes or zero minutes, all seven of them have just been super good leaders and have gotten practices just energetic. They're competitive. You know, the guys are going, guys are going at it, but not like going at each other. You know what I mean? Yeah. So Joseph, go ahead. I'll I'll say something quick. So when people ask me like, Oh, like guys that I know that played basketball in high school, they'd be like, "Oh, how did uh, how was your school of basketball throughout high school?" And I'll and I'll have to say, you know, like the highlight of my centennial basketball watching experience was watching Justin get dunked on by <laughs> by uh, Jalen Suggs. So, and, I mean, people think that's shout out Jay cool, Dose, shout out Jay Dose. <laughs> but you know, when it when we talk about the competition level in Minnesota specifically. There are a lot of good programs. There are a lot of high-level players like mm-hmm. Jalen Suggs. Yep. And so as a team, as Centennial, what does it take from your guys, from your leaders, to say, you know, we might not have the same skill level, but we're going to go out there and just fight every single time we're on the court? Yeah, uh, and that's, you know, something that a team like Centennial, if we're, just, if we're being honest, some school like Centennial might not ever have that kid. I mean, we mm-hmm. had Tyler Peterson, uh, but other than that, we might not ever have that kid. So we have to play one through 18 as a team together fighting for each other, fighting for ourselves and kind of be that blue collar team. That's going to play defense on you. It's going to knock down shots and it's going to make you fight for 36 minutes until the final buzzer. So that's kind of how we kind of how we have to go into it. Whether, you know, it doesn't matter who we're playing, whether they Mm -hmm. have a stud or not, we always have to play that way. Oh yeah. I, we hear you from this side and no doubt. And, and it's nice because these kids, most of these kids played football and that football program yeah. does a phenomenal, phenomenal job of preparing these kids to never finish the fight, never give up like yeah. that. If you play yeah. football, it's 10, you learn that so well. And they did, they just put it into your mind and they ingrain it into you. And like Diggins is doing so, such a good job over there. But like yeah. with these kids, you know, especially if you look at Reese Clark, um, TJ, Kev, like these guys have been on the team. They, they've been through the losses. They've been through the yeah. adversity. So when I look at them this year, I'm sort of thinking in my head, every time they're losing or going through, it's like, well, they've been here before. They've been through all yeah. the third, like the hundred point losses. They've been through yeah. the two win seasons last year. Like they've been through it. They know what it's like, but now they're starting to pick up pace on winning a little bit and getting a winning culture. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I think these, like it, it's, it gets me going. Cause it's like, I think these kids are finally getting a taste of like winning on their mouths and realizing that if we can put yeah. this like together, like we can be a good team. Like, like how yeah. does that make you feel? Like how does like, like now, no, cause like, I know you see it. You've been with these kids every day. You were with them in the off season. Like, you know what these kids, like the way they've been bonding together, you're also a football yeah. coach in the fall. So you're with them all fall too. Like yeah. you understand what it's like and what these, like, you know what it takes. 
How do you get it to motivate them? How do you get it into their brains? How do they, these are 16, 15, 17 year old kids, most irresponsible, yeah. immature kids in the world. How can you, <laughs> how can you embrain in them? Like guys, like you got to come together. This is a team. Like you got to buy together and win this game. Yeah. Like how do you do that as a coach? Yeah. I mean, I've always been a big, you know, your year, especially Evan, your freshman year when you weren't here, um, you know, coming in your grade, maybe hadn't won as much, you know, uh, growing up. And we took, you know, that team from taking you off, taking Tom Solar off, taking Dosi off. You know, we took that team that was like eight, we were like 18 and eight that year. Mm -hmm. And that was, that wasn't me. That was, that was us putting that mentality piece in like, Hey, we have to come. That was, you know, something we started in ninth grade when I was coaching ninth grade, that mentality piece and that mindset piece of like, Hey, we're not bad basketball players. We are, we are, we can be good, but it's if we want to be good. And we've kind of instilled that mentality of, you know, it's, it's kind of, it's not, it's not necessarily a winning mindset. It's like a, like a working mindset. You're per, like you you're almost work. preparing them for afterlife. Cause it's like when you, when you graduate and there's no more basketball, you got to have that same mindset to attack life. It's just how it is. And you're ingraining that in them. Right. And that's what makes it so special. And that's what makes it a culture right. is like these kids are learning this stuff from yeah. basketball and they're turning into real life. And that's like, that's so special. Like that for a coach to be able to do that and like impact a high school kid like that, it's unbelievable, and it right, and ultimately that is the that is the goal of high school sport. You know, being a high school coach, obviously, yeah. you know, winning and losing is you're going to win games, you're going to lose games, but ultimately, in ten years, if Evan Walsh calls me and invites me to his wedding, then that's 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 the goal. You, you mean officiate I mean? my the, wedding? That, he's a he's aficionado. <laughs> if anyone doesn't know, anybody's looking for someone to officiate their wedding, Spencer is certified. Shoot him an email; he will get you. <laughs> well, Let's you get to. Let's get to a little bit of talking about the section tournament come up here. Oh, here um, we go. You guys play Forest Lake on Thursday, yep. March 10th. Yep. Um, you have already beat them. And then yep. in the next um, smoked them. You know, in the next round, it would either be sent, uh, Coon Rapids or Anoka, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. And you've beaten both of those teams this year, correct? Uh, we have not beaten Coon Rapids. Okay, not beaten Coon Rapids. Nope. Um, beatable team. Super beatable team. Oh, you lost close to them. Is that correct? Uh, first game, yeah. Okay, so how do you keep in that mindset? Yes, you've already beat Forest Lake, but it's not—it's not a win. You have to actually go out there and do it. If you get a Noka, yeah, you've already beat them, but you actually have to go there out there and beat them. You've had a close yeah. game with Coon Rapids, but you have yeah. to beat them. How do you keep that mindset of we are still the underdogs, even though we're the three seed in this yeah. tournament? Well, I think our kids are smart enough to you know look at records-wise. I mean, we've lost to Anoka, who's the seven. We've lost to Blaine, who's the five. Um, and you know, it's they're smart enough to realize like, yeah, any team in this section can beat anybody, but you can also get beat by anyone also. I mean, we beat Andover, we beat Andover who's the one seed and Coon Rapids is the two seed and we've lost them twice. So it's kind of that, like just going back to that mentality of why not us and, you know, working to get there. And, you know, like I said, we're not looking forward to, to the next game because we got to take care of this one. And we mm -hmm. realized that that game in the beginning, beginning of the year was, that was 20 games ago. I mean, right. Four Lake's a better team now, and I think we're a better team too. So it's, but it's it's going to be a dogfight no matter what because it's section playoffs. So it's awesome. Um, and just and just talking more to that, um, what do you what do you see from your guys? Like, what's the um, what's the emotion going into this? What's the um, like? How are these guys feeling going into a section tournament where they feel like we can we can make a little bit of a run here? Um, yeah. What are you feeling from your guys this week? I think guys are excited. Uh, you know, just uh, we're on spring spring break this week, so we've been practicing uh, 9 a.m. to 11. 
Uh, I started out today. Uh, guys were hungry. They we had a great energy at practice. Uh, guys were flying around on defense. We were knocking down a bunch of shots. Um, it was a great practice for a Monday morning, especially on a spring break, where most of these guys would probably be wishing they were in Florida yeah. or California or Mexico, whatever. You know what I mean? So I didn't even think about that. Uh, yeah. 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 So it was a good day. You know, they just keep bringing that energy every day and go into Thursday and we'll be all right. Awesome. Wow. I, this went exactly how I imagined it. I mean, <laughs> this was such a great interview. I got a few last question, closing questions for you. Not sure. so basketball related, but I have to ask them. Um, of course. So as Sven, we do here, as we do, as here. We do here. So Spence, Duke, yeah, I hate to get into it. Yeah. I know you yeah. just had a, just a fucking cruel loss to the North Carolina. <laughs> What do you see from Duke this year for the rest of the season? What do you see? You know, Dukes, they're a good team, obviously. Uh, crazy that they're, like, the worst Duke team that's, like, been at – the worst Duke team at home. Like, they've lost to, like, Miami and Clemson and all at home, and they never – I mean, you know the, the records. They never lose at home, hardly. It's a great environment. And uh, Yeah, right. So, um, I don't know. I mean – Paulo Banchero is, I like him. Obviously, he's a really good player, but he's, you know, there's he goes through stretches of inconsistencies, and that doesn't help. Um, you know, you gotta have you gotta have probably one guy step up, whether that's Jeremy Roach or Joey Baker, Wendell Moore. I mean, one of those guys got to step up. But see how the ACC tournament goes. Who knows? Theo John, hey, my guy Theo. My guy, Theo. Get the fuck out of here. All right, look, <laughs> he's so, a Duke guy now. No, yeah, I mean, I get it. Uh, so. I guess what I want to say as a as a guy who once was under Coach Spencer's wing for a while, I got to say thank you from not just the people who are playing, but from the people in the past. Spencer is 100% one of those guys that, yes, he will be at my wedding in 10 years. And not only that, he's a guy that's going to be like throughout my life forever. And Spencer, what makes Spencer so special compared to other people is that Spencer – loves connections he loves building connections and relationships with people that other people don't like that's what makes him so special as a coach too like he's not just worried about what's on the field what's on the court what you guys are doing like this guy is honestly more worried about what's happening off the court what you're doing off the court and how that's going and like the relationships he builds and the connections he makes and the impact he puts on all of us it it like there's no other person or teacher like it so i'm gonna come from the kid's perspective and i'm gonna say thank you Keep doing what you're doing. It's it's seriously something like like you got to take pride in being the type of person you are because no matter what anyone says about you, no matter what you do, you're still going to be Spencer Waldvogel and you're still going to treat people the way they deserve to be treated. And the relationships you build, it's 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 truly one of a kind. And anybody can attest to it. You're a one of a kind guy. You're awesome. I love being around you. Everyone loves <laughs> being around you. I know it kind of sounds like I'm sucking on your dick here because I kind of am, but <laughs> it, I, I, I really, I mean, I mean this from the bottom of my heart. I wouldn't just say it if I didn't mean it. I really do mean it. And like, I seriously think that you're going to change the culture and in 20 years, however many years, you're going to be either still at this job winning state championships or at a higher level of a job fucking who knows the league you might be in the league in 20 years i don't know oh, i don't know you tell me spence i don't know but we'll see uh, uh, no well hey we'll see we'll see we'll see what the future holds i appreciate you so much for your time and coming out we really appreciate it. it um yeah appreciate you asking joseph got you, any parting thoughts yeah. for us you got any parting thoughts spence let us know roll cougs baby roll let's cougs. go I, hell yeah i love hey, it good luck this week yeah thank good you luck, so much man. Man. thanks oh, man. Jordan. all right see you guys